Hello, my name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind, where I try to bring new ideas, enlightening ideas, um, things that you can use in your life that can help you maybe on a daily basis, or try to give you a greater understanding of maybe what the universe is and how it actually works. And so I was just sitting here this morning thinking about that. I'm going, hmm, I'm going to talk about that. But um, an update on coronavirus. I'm sorry to say that our headless leaders are losing. So that's an inspiring thought, isn't it? So anyway, now, hmm. um, you know what I do? I, I just said this last week. I stand here, and I'm standing to get again today, and I pretend I'm surfing. So when that music comes on, because the music's pretty inspiring, and so I have I because I used to live near the beach for a long time, and um, I put my feet on the ground like a surfboard, you know, put my hands out, and I pretend I'm surfing. <laughs> and so it's really interesting because you know I watch surfers, and what's the key thing in surfing? Working within the waves. What's that mean? Working within nature, <laughs> the harmony of nature. You have to be in harmony with the wave to be able to surf to make it work. That's the whole key to nature. It's the whole key to life right there, like surfing. So they're pretty enlightened people who surf. Um, it's, anyway, so interesting. Um, you know, I get questions about things, about, you know, universe, all of that. And our brain can only work one way, present, backwards and forwards, linear, right? So it works in a linear fashion. That's why we can't understand the concept that the universal God always existed. You go, well, <laughs> how did that happen? Because our brain is not meant to understand that. Our brain is meant to understand linear time in this reality. Hmm? So that's why we think, you know, in the future, in the past and everything like that. It's perfectly natural to do that. We're actually supposed to do that, actually. Um, even though we have this thing about living in the present, you can live in the present. That sort of brings harmony and peace, you know, but you have to dream, you know, to create a dream, you know, so to bring a dream into reality. And speaking about dreams, um, because some people ask me, what is all this? All this, meaning the universe. So, in a simple way of explaining it, the whole universe, the one that we exist in, say, here, the physical universe is actually a dream in the mind of God. This is a dream that God is dreaming. This is a dream that the universe is dreaming. It's a holographic dream. That's why it has dimensions to it. Otherwise, the dream would be flat, two-dimensional. So this is a holographic dream that exists in the mind of God. Everything. Do you know how quickly you can change something in a dream? When you dream yourself? Or even when you take a thought and you change it. That's what God does. That's how God can change things so quickly. Because it's a holographic dream in the mind of God. This whole thing. So what are we? We are spirits, you know, we are aspects of God. I've said that before. We are created from God. We are aspects of God. We have little tiny pieces of God within us. 
And we are players in the dream. We're like in the sandbox. And you know, when you put your children in a sandbox and they play, they're in a sandbox. They are not the sandbox. They are part of the sandbox, but they can build and create in the sandbox. And we are the same. We do the same thing. We have the power to create anything. I've said this time and time again, that if you can visualize something in your mind, then you can bring that into reality. When the universe in its infinite wisdom is dreaming this dream, this holographic dream, it does the same thing. It pitches something in its incredible, unbelievable mind and brings it into reality. We have the same power, like to the zero of nothing. <laughs> so we have the same power. We are aspects of God with the same power. That's why I keep saying to you that whatever you focus on, visualize, believe, you attract into your life. So the universal God is always changing the dream. Why? Because it probably gets bored. And so it's always changing the same way that we have the power. So we have the aspect of that power. So I've just taught you two things. This is a holographic dream within the mind of God, the universe. Second thing, you have the same power to create your own holographic dream within the dream. Okay, I'll explain that again. We are in a holographic dream of the universe. Right? We are like a little God in the dream with the same power as it to create our own holographic dream so that we can experience. If you can understand that, you've just understood probably the most profound teaching that there is. If you can understand that. And if you can understand that, you realize what power you have. So that's what I want to talk about next. Me, right? Me. As a lot of you know, I have this um, ability, you know, intuitive ability. But I'm like everybody else. You know, I, I use that to help people, you know, help businesses and, you know, a whole bunch of stuff because that's what I know I'm supposed to do. I understand spiritually that is my purpose in life. I have other things I can do, you know, but that's what I do. I use that to help a lot of people and I get to understand a lot of stuff, you know, um, intuitively or because even though I don't like to use this word, I am somewhat enlightened. <laughs> Thank God. And so I get to use this stuff, you know, and I try to use it in the right spiritual way. And but I'm like everybody else, you know, I am human. And I have human emotions and thoughts and, and, and everything else, right? The same as everybody else. So I go through the same trials and tribulations as everybody else. But it's very interesting for me to be able to talk about some of these things because I've been through everything. I've had cancer. I've had um, um, suffered from anxiety, panic attacks. I've been married for a long time, been divorced. I've had other situations that other people wouldn't go through. Um, you know, ups and downs to do with money, losing everything, gaining everything back, um, people hating me, people loving me, in relationships. I've been through it all, and I'm pretty young, and I have the wisdom of it all. That's why I can talk about it, and I have the wisdom of the intuitiveness and the wisdom from my brain here as well. I can talk about it, and, and I've seen tens of thousands of people, so I have the authority to talk about it. I don't think some psychologist who just come out of psychology school does. Thank you very much. Right. So I have the authority to talk about it. And I've been thinking about, you know, my own life, what I've been going through. It's just the same thing as what you go through and what people talk about, you know, what they don't talk about and everything like this. Right. And one thing has become very apparent to me, and I think it's true of everybody because it's sort of the way things are structured here, 
we all are subservient to something. And I've talked about this before in different ways that things control us. Things control us. Doesn't matter what it is. You know, I've talked about how things own you. You know, the people who finance your car, you know, I don't know, your house payment or whatever, things like that. And so we always have, and relationships. Because I've had people this week um, wanting me to actually talk about this, believe it or not. And I actually sort of had it go on, have it going on in my own life. And never be, I don't even know the word to use, never be a second-class citizen to anybody else. Never. Always see yourself as being equal to. Equal. See, I had this situation that sort of shocked me, where... um, I thought that um, I would be in a situation with someone where I would have equal respect for the amount of time that I put into the relationship or whatever. And so somebody else came into this person's life and I said to this person, just sort of treat me equally. That's all. That's all I wanted. And after many years of sort of thinking it was that. It wasn't at all. I was placated to make, to believe it was that. And I really started to think about that, and I'm thinking, hmm, why do people do this? Why do we put ourselves in situations where we allow other people to dictate to us how things are going to be? Because by doing that, you're making yourself less. You are making them worth more than you. Why? What gives them the right or the power to do that? It's because you accept it. In the same way in my own life for a long time, I accepted that. And you know what I thought I was doing? I thought I was being the good person. But I started to believe after a while, this is not about being the good person. Because you can be a kind-hearted person. This is about giving all your power away. And sort of at the end of the day, you go, what happened? I thought I was equal. And we do this all the time. We do it with everything. And, But there are the people who know how to play the other side of the game. Because you wouldn't be the only one. There'd be other people in these people's lives that they do the same thing with. And so, in a lot of ways, it's all about them controlling their game, how they want it to be. And so, for somebody like me, and a lot of you, because I know a lot of you, you're always trying to do the right thing for the other person so that you feel that you are the good person and everything. But what you're actually doing, you're just letting the other person walk right over you. Don't ever do that. Do not ever give your power away to somebody else. Stand equal with them. You don't have to stand above them. You don't have to stand below them. You stand equal with them. Because I've learned a lot in the last four years, five years. And the one thing I've learned is that 
If you are going to have respect for somebody, they should have the same respect for you. If you don't have that in anything, walk away from it because you'll never get it. Walk away. Only choose things and people that show the same respect to you to make you feel good. Because what happens is that it starts to go through everything. Everything in your life starts to become this way and you become weaker and weaker. And then what happens, you start accepting more. So whoever, you know, you might have in your life, or it can even be a circumstance, you know, like alcohol. That's an interesting one. Subservient to the alcohol. The alcohol has more power than you what do. Do you see? And so you give that power to something and it ends up destroying you. It's the same thing emotionally. You give your power away to somebody, they end up destroying you. Do you see? So try to be at least equal. Because if you're not, you'll get hurt. Guarantee it. So, and that's a hard thing, you know, to do. Because it means you have to stand up for yourself. (laughs) Do you know how many people I have called me? Tell me how I can stand up for myself without doing it. (laughs) And it's like going, um, no, (laughs) it doesn't work like that. Either do it or don't, you know. Um, in And, you know, let me see how much time I have. Oh, my God, it's going so fast. We're all afraid of loss. The reason why we do this is because we're afraid of loss, right? You know, if I stand up for myself against the other person, they might walk away or I might lose them. So what? If they do, they weren't worth having in the beginning, because it means that they didn't have a true connection with you in the beginning. It was all about what they needed. Do you see? So Rumi, you know, my wonderful um, poet from the 1400s, poet mystic, says, and I don't have the quote in front of me, but I'm going to paraphrase and expand it out so that you get it, right? We never lose anything. Whatever you lose comes around in a different form. It's absolutely true. We never lose anything. Nothing. You can't. It's impossible. So if you have to stand up for yourself, you know, and um, where you think that there might be loss, that means you're coming from a place of fear. So you just let it go and something else will come in its place. Probably something much, much better. I have seen this a thousand times, like I've seen everything a thousand times, right? So think about that. Think about think about the people. Think about the things in your life. How much power do they have over you? What do you give power to? Think about it. And you'll find it very, very interesting. You know, I'm sort of a, um, you know, I'm a different person. People tell me that. And um, fine, I really have no fear. What's there to be afraid of? Um, You know, when I do things, everything I've done in life, I didn't know anything about. See, a lot of people need preparation. I got to read this book, you know, I got to go to school for 500 years and uh, I got to do all this. It's called safety. Safety. People like to be safe. You know, I had this conversation with somebody last night. People like to be safe. Everybody wants to be safe. So let me know everything so that I'm safe. Yeah, that's an illusion. 
right? So I don't do anything safe. When I do things, I just walk into it. I don't need to know. Like these podcasts, I didn't know how to do them when I started it. So what did I do? I just did it. And what I found is that, and this is true of life in general, is as, as you step into something, whatever you need to learn to take the next step, sort of like, wham, hit you in the face. I've done this with everything. I've done this with the podcast, you know, being on national radio. Um, I've been in companies. I've sat on the board of directors of companies. I've, you know, created music. Um, oh, so many things. What else have I done? Writing. So many things. Knew nothing about them. Nothing. I didn't go to school for five years, learn how to turn on a computer and write a program. No. I just did it. Fearless. They have been the greatest adventures in my life because I walked right into them. I mean, it scared me to death, right? Most of the time. So what? You get through it. And then you own that power. And that power then you can take on to the next thing. You can go, oh my God, if I can do this, I can do that. If you can get up and walk 20 minutes a day because you need to lose weight or become healthy, you can walk 30 minutes a day the next day because you see, give yourself the power to believe that you can do anything. I am no different to you when it comes to that stuff. Believe me. I just walk in. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just walk in and do it. So learn to take your own power back. Don't give your power away to other people so that they can control your life and tell you what they want you to do so they feel better in their life. They don't care about you because it's all about them feeling better and feeling safe. So safe, right? Throw the word out. It has no relevance in anything. As I said to, did I say this last week or did I say it? In, oh no, I sent an email to somebody. If you're safe, you're stagnant. You know how many people I would see their lives never change? Stagnant, right? But they're safe. I'm thinking, go bury yourself now. There's no point to anything, right? <laughs> so throw the word safe out. Try to risk a little bit more. And I know there's people out there listening to saying, Michael, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's you that's not us no 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 try to risk a little bit more to make your life more an adventure this is an adventure if you understood the concept that whatever you visualize in your mind that you can create as reality why would you need the word safe why would you need anything like that because whatever you needed maybe in your head to feel safe you can manifest it Let's say, I don't know, you needed something, I don't know, a house. <laughs> manifest it. And you're safe, right? It's not safe, really. Then go and manifest something else. Do you see? I'm going to say this again. We are in a dream in the mind of God. That's always changing. So we have the power to create anything that we want. You know, I think about the first people who went to the moon and the first people who went into space. You know, because I'm all about taking chances and taking risks, you know. That's how I live life. A lot of people can't deal with that with me. And that's okay. That's not my problem. That's just where they are and that's where I'm not. I've already been over there. I think about the people who went to space the first time and went to the moon and sitting on those rockets. I mean, they're basically, they're bombs, <laughs> Right, and they just burn the fuel and take off. And I think, where was the safety in that? There wasn't any. How do they know they're going to hit that rock out there? Faith. You know, they had 
measurements and everything like that, anything could go wrong. And um, I keep that metaphor in my mind as to how to live life. It's like, I've heard that saying, you know, like a moonshot, you just go for something that you just don't even know. Try it for something. You don't have to, you know, go to the moon, but um, try it for something. Something small, something you've never done before, something that scares you. Do it. It'll bring you alive. There are too many dead people out there. So just try something. Risk. Take a risk. And do something emotionally that brings you a sense of exhilaration, a sense of joy, anything. But take a risk. Okay, so that's my um, podcast this week. And um, treat yourself well. See yourself as equal to everything, everybody. Expect them to treat you equally with the same respect that you would give to them. Do what I said about living in the dream and creating your own dream, and you'll have a wonderful life. It's that simple.